welcome to Awaken and Rise, the podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, a spiritual mindset coach passionate about all things spirituality, manifestation, energetics, mindset, human design, and so much more. My mission is to guide you to know yourself on a deep soul level, to help you to energetically upgrade to manifest your deepest desires, for you to uplevel your mindset and to expand your spirituality. Thank you for joining me on this journey to awaken and rise. Hello, good morning and welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited to be here today. This is like the first thing that I'm doing today. It's 9am and I'm excited to come in and share some things. So I was reflecting this morning actually on something that I shared with you guys a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, how I removed my limiting beliefs around money and then all that money came through. And then the next thing that I was working on was my fear of, I guess, being seen and blocks around visibility. I call it my visibility EFT. And this morning I was doing it and I was reflecting on what I was wanting to manifest throughout this EFT. So if you listened to, I think it was two podcast episodes ago, I shared all about my own limiting beliefs, how I overcame them, the whole process and structure of exactly how I do that. And I give you a step-by-step guide of how to do that in that podcast episode. So go back and listen if you haven't already. And in that EFT that I did around money, I wrote that I wanted to manifest an extra $500 per week. And then within, I think it was three or four days, I had had that money come in through a really like unexpected way. It wasn't through my business. It was just like random cash coming in kind of thing, which I'm going to share a little bit about today because it's like, if you don't direct it or you don't try and I guess control it, it's going to come in no matter what. Whereas I wasn't specific enough to be like, oh, I want the extra $500 come through in my business. For example, it just came through in a really random way which is perfect because that's exactly what I wanted. However, I'll share a little bit of a lesson that I learned uh, this week around my visibility EFT. So in the visibility EFT, I, when I was talking about it on the podcast, I was trying to figure out a way or I was curious to which way I was going to become more visible and how I was going to see evidence or proof that it's happening kind of thing. And I, you know, I had a hypothesis And I had some ideas. I was like, oh, maybe it'll come through as more views on my stories or more views on my videos, or maybe my account will blow up and I'll get heaps of followers. Like, let's kind of see what happens. Or it could be something completely different as well, like not even business related or social media related. It could be like being seen um, in real life more. Maybe I am in front of a big group or something like that. I don't really know. I was really open to how this was going to come through. But in the EFT script that I wrote... I wrote that I wanted an extra 1000 followers and I know that followers aren't everything, but if I was to overcome my fear of being seen because I want to serve more people and help more people on a larger scale, I feel like followers is a really easy way to do that or a really easy way to test if that's happening because those extra thousand people will come in and consume my content, which is the whole reason I want to do this is to help more people and to grow this community bigger and bigger. So in this EFT, I wrote, I am attracting an extra thousand followers to come into my world, basically. And I wasn't specific about it. I just said, I want a thousand followers and that's it. I didn't say on which account. I didn't say in my business. I didn't say Instagram or TikTok or YouTube. I didn't say any of it. 
And this is where I guess I needed to be a little bit more specific because I just kind of assumed that it would be on my business account on Awaken and Rise because that's like my my thing. I really rarely ever use my personal account. I don't want to build that. I don't want to grow that. It's on private. And that's all I had. And then this really random opportunity kind of came to me. And basically, long story short, I started a new TikTok account that has nothing to do with Awaken and Rise or even spirituality or just anything that I'm about. (laughs) I started this new TikTok account. And within, I want to say, definitely less than a week. I want to say like maybe five days. I woke up this morning to a thousand followers. It's literally on like 1006 right now, just before I sat down to to record this podcast, to report on what was happening. And if I manifested that, those things, which is so wild to me. And also further affirms that this is real. This stuff's real. This stuff works. I mean, I definitely did go into it in that podcast episode, but I thought I would share that because it doesn't always have to be what you're assuming it's going to be. So say, yeah, I had the assumption that my 1000 followers was going to come through for Awaken and Rise, not even knowing that this thing was going to be a thing, this new account was going to be a thing. And again, it's got nothing to do with this business. It's not even really relevant to be honest, but next time I've realized that I'm actually going to be way more specific in what I'm trying to manifest. So instead of saying, I want an extra 1000 followers to be more visible and to be seen a little bit more, I'm going to say I'm manifesting extra followers on my Awaken and Rise accounts. So I thought that was a little fun story to share because technically I did manifest that thing. It just wasn't in the way that I wanted it to come through. So, so sometimes you actually do need to be a little bit specific. And I think that this relates back to my human design manifesting type. So if you don't know in your human design chart, there's a part that explains how you best manifest basically due to how your brain works and your subconscious works. And you can either be a specific manifester or a non-specific manifester. And specific manifestors are all about being really, I guess, thorough and specific with all the details. So it's like, I want this, 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 and just be very, very specific with as many details as possible. That's going to help a specific manifester manifest what they want. However, a non-specific manifester is all about the feeling and what they want to feel. And yes, they can be specific with the details, but it's almost like I want to feel this feeling and the universe can feel the rest. As long as you focus on what feeling you want to feel, the universe will bring in the thing that's going to make you feel those things. That's a really, really basic version of specific versus non-specific manifestors. But anyway, let's get into the podcast episode today. So I did speak about this again a couple episodes ago, but I was sharing how I was feeling quite, not uninspired, but I was feeling really, oh, that's it. I was feeling really overwhelmed. I had a big day and I had like a longish drive home and I was just like really had a lot on my mind and I just wanted to like not listen to anything on the drive home. I was like, I just want to spend this, I think it was 45 minutes just to decompress, not to listen to anything and just kind of like remove my energy and cleanse my energy rather than, you know, listening to music or listening to a podcast or something and absorbing more energy and kind of like avoiding my energy as well or avoiding my thoughts. And within like 10 or even 15 minutes of me driving, in complete silence, I all of a sudden got all of these downloads come through about ideas for episodes for the podcast. And I was like, oh my God, this is so 
wild because all week I had a really, really jam-packed week and all week I was feeling really not creative. I wasn't feeling very inspired. I had to create some content. I had to record podcast episodes and I had no idea what to talk about. Ideas just weren't flowing to me, whereas usually they come through when I have a whole list in my notes in my phone of exactly what I want to talk about and ideas for the podcast and ideas for like scripts for videos and stuff like that. I have a big bank of content ideas basically. And this content idea bank was empty. And I was like, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to post about? All the things. Anyway, so I had a hectic week. So I was just like, no wonder why it wasn't coming through because I wasn't creating the space for it. And this is what I want to speak about today. Creating space and intentional time in your day or in your week If you are wanting to connect with your intuition, your spirit guides, your angels, or to channel things. So in my example here, I was getting all of these ideas and downloads channel through me about, I think I channeled like four or five different podcast episode ideas in this one drive. And I had to like voice memo myself because I knew I would forget. And they were just coming through so strongly and rapidly. So I was literally just talking to myself the entire way home and putting them in voice memos so that I wouldn't forget them. So now I've got a whole list of all the things that I was chatting to myself about on the drive. But also that wasn't my intention. My intention was to not create space for the sake of getting downloads for for content ideas. It was because I knew I was overwhelmed. I knew I was overworked. I knew that I was very highly stimulated and I needed to chill out and create space and calm my nervous system again. That was the intention there. And then as a byproduct, those things came through and I had no intention of that to begin with. So my tip here is not to create time and space and intentional, yes, space within your day for the sake of wanting to get something or wanting to get an answer or get some communication or get a download. It's not about that. It's about putting your body in a state where those things can flow through if they're meant to flow through. And this can look different for everyone. So I kind of want to share how I personally do this and then also some ideas for you as well where you can do this depending on, you know, your schedule or your lifestyle, all the things. So I also like to call this soul time. And it's time where you connect with your soul and create space in your day to basically be with yourself. Because I preach this all the time, but it's so important to be in your own energy, to cleanse from the outside world. Even like you, I guess, scrolling on social media or even listening to this podcast. Yes, it's technically, I guess you're spending time with yourself, but you're also absorbing energy from those people. You're absorbing some of my energy right now. If I came on this podcast and started, you know, crying and getting really sad and sharing a really emotional story or something like that, that would affect your energy in some way. You would absorb that sadness. You would absorb those emotions. And in turn, you know, you might cry along because it's a really sad story, or you might feel a lot of empathy or feel really sorry for me, or you might, you know, want to send me a message to like cheer me up. Like, you know, it's going to affect you in some way. Whereas if I came on and I was like in the best mood ever, and I was just like vibing and, you know, feeling so good and so high vibe, 
that is going to also put you in that state because you're going to feel like so motivated. You're going to feel like so inspired. You're going to feel like, oh my God, yes, my life is great. Like all the things. Also, if you can hear music, I apologize. My neighbors are playing music right now. I feel like there's always something. It's so funny. There's always something whenever I record a podcast, there's either construction or there's like car alarms or today there's music or there's like kids screaming. I feel like you guys are just used to it now. So I apologize again, but I can't really do anything, unfortunately. Um, Where was I? So yes, if you're consuming, you know, social media stuff, if you're watching heaps of videos, if you're, you know, listening to a lot of podcasts, whatever, you're absorbing their energy in some way. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like I love a good podcast. I love a good scroll. I do consume a lot. However, it's really important to balance it out with time alone and time to just like be without, you know, absorbing anyone else's energy without actually doing things and without consuming in some way. So for some people, this can look like meditation. I know people that wake up and they have to meditate for half an hour or 10 minutes or whatever in order for their mind to be clear for the rest of the day. And this is going to differ for every single person. I am such a big believer of if meditation's not for you right now, that's fine. I go through phases where I'm really into journaling and I journal every day. There's phases where I'm really into EFT and I'm doing EFT every day. There's periods where I'm really into meditation and I'm doing like a half an hour meditation every morning. And then there's times where I'm not doing those things. Like right now, I'm not journaling. I'm not meditating consistently, but I am doing EFT consistently. So it just depends on what feels right for you in the moment and following your intuition in that way. And that is where you can connect with your soul more as well. Another way that you can kind of free up your energy and allow space for things to come in is closing loops. And before you roll your eyes, because I know I chat about this a lot, I just feel like closing loops is such an important thing if you want to create space and energy for things to come through. This is one of the biggest like blocks that I see when people are trying to manifest things or to call new things in is they have too much going on already in their energy. So why would new things come in? This could be like, maybe they have a lot on with work. Maybe they have a lot of like family stuff going on. You know, when you're really at, I guess, maximum capacity or full capacity with everything going on in your life and you're going through a really stressful period, or maybe you're like moving house or going through a breakup or big sort of transitions. Maybe you just got a promotion at work and you're working heaps or you've just launched a business or you get the gist. You've got a lot going on. Usually in that time, you're fooled. You're like, oh my God, I cannot take on one more thing because I'm just going to explode. That's when manifestations are not going to come in. And that's fine because we do go through periods of integrating and figuring out what this new level looks like and just living our lives. We don't always have to be manifesting new things. However, when you feel like you're ready for something new, but you're also super full, there's no It's like, I just got the analogy of like eating. It's like, if you have just eaten a really, really big plate of pasta and you're like literally about to vomit from being so full, it's going to be really, really hard for you to have another plate of pasta because you're like, I'm literally going to explode. There's no way I can fit an entire, you know, another plate of pasta in my stomach right now. Whereas if you just had, you know, a small little side salad or you hadn't eaten in a while or you just ate like a little snack or something, you have the space to fit another place of 
plate of pasta if you want to. This is a really silly analogy, but you get the gist. It's like if you don't have enough space in your life or your energy, new things literally cannot fit in your life. However, if you create some space, you get rid of some things, you clear some things out, you maybe drop some people in your life, you cancel plans, you free up your schedule in some in some way, or you tick some things off your to-do list, that is going to create space in your life for new things to come in. And new things can be, yes, physical things like a, you know, a new car or a new job opportunity or a new, whatever you're trying to manifest, but it can also be new information. So it's like maybe a new teacher will come forth to teach you some things. Maybe new downloads will come through from your intuition. You'll get these new, like little intuitive hints and and nudges and pulls of where next to go in your life. However, if you're full, if you're at capacity, those things have no space to come in. So that's one side of it. But then also you have the whole open loop situation, which I spoke about before. And loops to me are things that are on your to-do list, or you know that you have to do, or you really want to do, or you're should, you should do kind of thing. They are taking up your precious energy and space and time. So these loops could look like, oh, I really have to go and, you know, do a food shop, or I have to mop my floors. I've been meaning to mop my floors for ages. I've been meaning to call this friend back or reply to this text message or just random stuff like that. They don't have to be huge. They're just like little things that you're like, oh, I really need to do that. Remind me to do that kind of kind of energy, kind of vibes. They actually take up so much space and we have so many of them, right? They can be the smallest things. It can be like, oh, I have to um, fill up my water filter jug. It takes two seconds, but it's still on your to-do list. So the more that we can actually close those loops and you close those loops by actually doing those things. So if you really need to, you know, reply to that text message from a friend, go and just do that thing. Spend some time every single day, write a list of all the things that are on your to-do list or on your loop list and work towards closing those loops. Maybe just do one or two a day, close them. And then that will free up your energy. You'll feel so relieved because you're like, oh my God, I've been meaning to do that thing for ages. And I feel so good now that it's done. And then there's in turn way more space for new things to come in, new guidance, new intuitive pulls, new manifestations, whatever you're intending to bring in. Spending time in nature is a big one as well, which I personally love. I feel like sometimes I really, I know in theory the effect that nature has on me personally, but it's so easy to get caught up, I guess, in the the 3D, I want to say. It's like when I'm in nature by myself, I am like connected. I'm so connected to my higher self. I'm so in the flow. I'm so in the zone. Nothing matters. Like it's just me. I'm so free. It's amazing. But I can get really personally get caught up with my to-do list or some work stuff or, you know, all the things I have going on that I don't prioritize it sometimes. And then I get overwhelmed or I'm really disconnected from myself and from my creativity and from getting downloads and my spirituality even as well. And then I spend one day in nature and I'm like a new person. I'm like, wow, I forgot that this side of myself exists, even though it happens every single time. So for me, this looks like, you know, instead of going for my morning walk, just walking like on the footpath, I'll actually drive. It's only like a minute drive, but I'll drive to the beach and do a beach walk instead. And, and the amount that I feel differently is 
insane. I literally feel like I've set my whole day up the, the right way. I feel so connected. I feel so amazing. And it's literally just because I'm barefoot by myself in nature. And this brings me to my next one, which is having alone time without people. And I so realize that this can be hard, especially if you have kids or a family. However, I feel like this is probably the most important one. So make it work however this works for you. But like I kind of said in the start, being by yourself and being alone without anybody else's energy around you, you know, without your phone, without scrolling, without a podcast, without music, just being with yourself, by yourself. This could just be like five or 10 minutes, but how can you detach from everyone else's energy around you? That's going to be really beneficial as well. Even when you're driving, like if you're driving by yourself, turn the music off, turn the podcast off and you are there by yourself for that drive. Just you. That can be your soul time. That can be the time where you spend time with yourself and detach from all the energy of people around you because you're in your little like bubble, which is your car. So that's kind of everything I wanted to share with you today. Again, it was a download that came through that wanted to come on the podcast. So I definitely wanted to create some airtime for it. And this might be a really good reminder. Maybe you needed to hear this. I hope that you got something out of it. But the more that you are wanting to yeah, connect with your spirit guides, with your angels, to connect with your intuition and to receive downloads, the more crucial it is to do these things and to actually create space and time for these things to come through. Again, like I said at the start, not with the intention. It's not like you're sitting there for five minutes meditating and you're like, okay, I need to get a million downloads right now. If you force it, it's not going to happen. But how can you just create space for the sake of coming back to your own energy? And then whatever else comes through is just the cherry on top for that. I promise you, you will feel so amazing. You will feel so clear and clean and connected as well. Because when you when you do get these like downloads or intuitive pings or hits, you do feel super, super connected to your higher self, to spirit and to your spirituality as well. And before I go, I just wanted to share that I have opened up a few of my heal sessions for the month of October. There's very limited spaces, but I've opened it up currently on the 4th of October. I'll pop the links in the show notes if you do want to book a session. But basically my heal sessions are a combination of a psychic reading and an energy healing in one. And the best part is they are done completely distance. You don't need to be present. You can literally be at work if you want to. And I send you a 30 minute voice recording of all of the psychic guidance that comes through and what I found your energy felt like and what I healed in your energy healing. I've done so many of these and these are one of my favorite, favorite things to do because I feel like they're such a quick and potent sort of energy tune up. Your energy literally instantly shifts and you feel so amazing. You get like an energetic sort of clean slate and then you obviously feel really inspired and guided by all of the psychic messages that want to come through as well. So if you are interested in getting one of those healing sessions from me, I will pop the link in the show notes below if they are still available. As I said, I've only got a couple spots open for the month of October. So if you are interested, I highly recommend jumping on sooner rather than later. But other than that, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or night whenever you're listening to this. And I will chat to you in the next episode. Bye.